This episode of the Turf District Podcast is brought to you by ATB Cares. With ATB Cares, giving is easy. Donate through ATB Cares and ATB will match 20% of every dollar donated to eligible Albertan charities, maximizing the impact of your donation. Visit atbcares.com to choose your cause and donate today. Enjoy the show. Hey, fellas, we ain't gonna ever back down from nobody. I don't care who it is. This is a brotherhood. And if we stand strong together, we can't be denied. If one of us goes down, we have another and another and another that's ready to fight. So let's hit this field and bang them. Bang them. Bang them. Somebody light me up. Time to huddle up. It's the Turf District Podcast. Welcome back to the Turf District where we huddle up to talk all things hunting Edmonton Elks and the CFL. And we are a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network, locally grown, community supported. And we are also a part of the Canadian Football Podcast Network. I'm Andrew, and uh, we have some fun to talk about tonight. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna try with fun. We'll see how this goes. Um, and uh, as you can see, sporting a bit of a new look, uh, you know, just in time for winter because I just didn't feel I was cold enough. So I figured I'd try and shake it up a little <laughs> bit. Uh, let's see who else is with us tonight. Uh, of course, joining us all the way from Turf District West is the one and only Super Fan Mike. There they are, lovely, lovely. <laughs> that was well played that was, that was well played i like that that's good yeah no, i gotta get a trim but um i don't think i'm gonna go right down to the wood no um why not not this time it's kind of fun actually yeah <laughs> i'm just afraid it won't grow back God. Uh, mine's not just <laughs> the fall down it's fine get a four waxer on my head <laughs> Oh my! Uh, it's lovely to see you again, super fan. Uh, let's go down to uh, Turf, Turf District South, I guess, uh, as yeah. we go uh, a little south of the city to join with Commissioner Kayla. How are you? You know, <laughs> yeah, it's been I know. A, a better football week, but you know, everything <laughs> else is pretty decent. Excellent. Uh, like Mike said, you're continuing the tour of your house as we get yeah. to see a new room today. So that's fantastic. We like that. Uh, <laughs> keeps it well, all. I mean, come on. I know. It's lovely. You're, you're Thanksgiving ready. Sort of. In my like all white room. Just kidding. I'm in heaven, y'all. I'm dead. <laughs> oh, uh, did that happen like right after Tuesday night's game? Wednesday Pretty night's much. Game? Whatever that game. When was that game? Tuesday? No, it would have been yesterday because, you know, a double loss with my teams is just like. <sighs> oh, okay. Yeah. That'll. Yeah, That's that, would, yeah. that would do it. Mm-hmm. I'm expecting it in my case, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's very true. Uh, let's bring in our guest. Uh, our guest tonight joining us uh, all the way from Winnipeg to uh, set up on the bomber side. Also a part of the CFPN with the Canadian Football Countdown. It is one Ryan Cooper. How are you? Ryan Coop, right? Correct. Yeah, oh, I wow. added Cooper because I was reading Cooper Trooper at the same time as I was bringing you in. Um, it's really the whole reason I chose that name is to one day confuse you. Yeah, you know what? It works. Well done. Uh, how you doing out there, man? Doing good. Doing good. Happy to be here. Always happy to talk more and more CFL every single week. Well, you are because yeah. uh, <laughs> your team is good. So that's why, and that that's just fine. Um, now I know we had you on way way back when when uh, we were under the old name, um, but uh, tell everyone because they have probably know about it. But tell everyone about the Canadian Football Countdown and some of the other projects that you got going on. Yeah, so I record the Canadian Football Countdown with my co-host Michael Garrell, who I think is in the YouTube chat. Uh, <laughs> single week uh we've been doing this i think this is year seven of podcasting together so we're from winnipeg but we touch on the entire cfl um so we've been doing that for a long time and then also this year i started uh, because we don't really get into talking fantasy stuff too much but 
I, as you guys know, I, I do love my CFL fantasy. That should be no surprise given I run the uh, Canadian Football Podcast Network League. Uh, uh, but this year I've also started doing fantasy content with a show called the Canadian Football Fantasy Fix on YouTube. Nice. That's fantastic. All of us are hitting YouTube. That's, that's, that's the fun part. Um, <laughs> no, that, that that's really good. And thank you so much for setting up the, uh, the Fantasy League because it's really fun to have that play um, every week. And, and I, I really love the head-to-head play in Fantasy. So uh, I, I love that you set that up and give us the updates all the time and gives us a good thing to, uh, you know, bicker about and get after each other. And that's what <laughs> we want to do when we're podcasters. So that's, that's fantastic. Uh, before we get into any you know other questions about where you're at I, I do need to ask all of you um I, I'm glad to see that you all survived the Facebook outage today you were <laughs> what's there one found a way through <laughs> I, I was... hear there was I don't know I was working so I... <laughs> yeah <laughs> like... right it's probably why I got a lot of text messages today because everyone was bored <laughs> I didn't know where to put all my content that I wanted random people from high school that I never talked to anymore <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's a, you know, walk it's... out in the street and start showing your phone pictures <laughs> of your lunch. That's <laughs> <laughs> um, all on FaceTime. Do you want to see my food? It's very nice. Yeah. Just have yeah. like cardboard pieces where you write out your feelings and hold them up. It's like this, <laughs> this is what I'm going through. But today. vaguely, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have soup for lunch. Yeah. The other one that they, they hold up. Sad. Yeah, just the, yeah, exactly. I'm having a rough day, but that's it. Don't give any more details. Just give that so that people will reach out to find out what's wrong. The more vague, the better. That's uh, all the cries for attention. That's right. Uh, Sorry, go ahead, Mike. I cut you off. (laughs) That's all right. Uh, So obviously, you're a big Bomber fan, uh, which is one of the reasons we love having you on here, being able to get that perspective. But uh, what's it been like out in Winnipeg and and Bomber fandom with a team that not only is uh, reigning champion, but uh, leading the league? Yeah, it's it's a weird feeling to go from 30 years of sadness that had spanned more than my lifetime uh, coming into this to now being the cream of the crop every single week. I wait for it to, uh, you know, come crashing down. But so far, you know, it's been going pretty good so far this season. Uh, I think everybody's pretty hyped up here and hopefully not getting too hyped up because we all saw what happened with Hamilton in 2019. So... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, two- 2007. Oh, yeah. so wrong. Can't have that again. Yeah. <laughs> it was okay. close, too. I agree. 2007 shouldn't have happened. Yes. Yeah. 1989 shouldn't have happened either, but you know. Correct. Good. Well, I mean, 2021 is going that direction for us, so. <laughs> <laughs> but what I love about your show, too, is it covers, like, all of the CFL, which is great because, like, obviously Elks fan, but. I love me some Vernon Adams content and Alouette's content. Um, but what would you say the biggest surprise has been in the season so far? I think it has to be just Alberta and how bad things have gone for both Edmonton and Calgary. I mean, are, wait a second. Are you talking about football or COVID? Well, I, <laughs> yes. I figured I was, I'd keep so... it vague and let you decide what I was yeah. talking okay. about. Okay, perfect. <laughs> well, that was an excellent Facebook post. Carry on. <laughs> Um, yeah, coming into the year, I mean, I had Edmonton in the Grey Cup. I, I think I had Hamilton beating Edmonton for the Grey Cup coming into the season. I think I had Calgary finishing first in the West. I mean, I figured it was going to be a tight West division all the way through, but certainly didn't see the downfall we've seen from both of these teams so far. And then, I mean, the East division is just a mess right now. I mean, I just on our podcast this past week went on a five-minute rant about how Ottawa's going to make the playoffs now. And so... <laughs> This week it might be now that Hamilton lost to Montreal this week. Maybe it will be how Ottawa's going to finish first. We'll see. (laughs) (laughs) It's terrifying that this could be the very first time in the history of Canadian football that there is no Alberta team in the playoffs. That's never happened before in a hundred and some odd years. Well, I might as well make history right now. Like, yeah, let's. Yeah. Everyone else hates this year, so I'm just kidding. <laughs> if we're not making it, they better not make it. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a second. If I say that, I should do this. <laughs> yeah, that's what that's happening. That's there. better. You just need to have a cat there. I know. Yeah, the kitty. Very nice. I see it. 
Okay. Thanks. Appreciate that. <laughs> um, all right. Let's let's talk a little bit about that game. <laughs> game from last week uh i promise we won't keep we won't take a whole lot of time on this one but um i do want to start with this because i just found this amazing so ryan i'm going to read out some stats and then i'm going to ask you a question afterwards so oh um total yards in a game of 450 first 24 first downs 22 rushing attempts for 116 yards 23 of 33 for 334 yards passing 33 minutes time of possession which team did i did i just describe the winning team or the losing team i mean i have the stats in front of me so i can tell but uh either way i would assume you're talking about the losing team Uh, that's the thing but it sounds like it should be the winning team correct i i i don't i don't get it i i mean it's there was a a chance there. There's the numbers would say that we did okay, uh, but what turned us over, what uh, turned us over, really, literally, what killed us is turnovers in this game, um, and the fact that now it's two weeks in a row that uh, poor Taylor Cornelius gets into a game and he's down fourteen nothing before he gets on the field. Basically, um, you, I mean, it's not not a recipe for success by any stretch of the imagination. But Ryan, tell me just what stood out for you in this game. I mean, I think it was obviously Ottawa just out of nowhere getting back on track. I mean, it was people writing off the season, start planning for 2022, and we're not even, I mean, we just hit the midway point of the season, and then they came out, and early on got to the big lead. I thought Caleb Evans had himself a fantastic debut. It's kind of like, why why didn't he start eight, eight, nine weeks ago, you know? It's very fair. It's very fair. No, it just it looked like Ottawa was just having fun out there. That's what stood out to me in that game was, you know, I think it was Kenny Stafford caught the touchdown. He comes to the sideline and him and Paul Appelice are, and it's like, I think this might have been the first time I've seen somebody on the Ottawa sideline or in the stands laugh all season, so. <laughs> well, they were laughing before, but it was because it was so bad. Now <laughs> yeah. it's, now we get that laugh. Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, Ottawa has two wins, both against us, universally across the country is is being said to be the worst team ever, and we've lost to them twice. So, Mike, what do you got upon that? <laughs> you got something? I'm to add? sorry, I, I had it all wiped from my memory. I don't remember anything you're talking oh. about. Oh, um, okay. It just seemed the team came out lifeless. Um, I agree. It was so weird to, and at first I'm watching the game and I thought, well, you know. Hey, we last time we came out down two touchdown to Ottawa was the 2015 Grey Cup, and that turned out great. Right. But we also don't have Mike Riley behind center, a 2015 Mike Riley behind center, no less. And um, that was it, it was just so disappointing to see them not playing like they really wanted it. Like either they thought maybe they they were just a shoe in to win or what, but it just the passion and the energy wasn't there. But Ottawa had it. Like you mm-hmm. saw them when they were on the field, they were loose. They were having fun with it, and uh, they just made stuff happen, and it just seemed like we couldn't. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. What do you What do you want to add in there, Kamish? I mean, it's... <laughs> what is? Uh... Thank goodness is it's a video podcast. To... <laughs> What's left to say? I feel like I'm just going to repeat myself from like the last couple of weeks. It's just the same team. They're not a team. I don't know what they are. They're, it looks like three completely separate portions and like special teams again. What are you? What even are you? Are you special teams? You're special something. I don't you're think you're special. a team. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But it's yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. The not so special teams, right? Like that's basically, I, I mean, it, it was, it's amazing how many people will say, you know, well, oh, there's, you know, offense means everything or defense can when you get, no, nobody really puts the weight that you really need to put into special teams. Uh, I mean, granted, some teams do, right, Ryan? Yeah, yeah. 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 If you want to talk about um, one thing wrong, but we'll get there later. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, you know, the 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 thing with special teams is that you're, it's such a huge part of the game. And, and, and I know that we've talked about it for years and years, but the the value is just not there. Ottawa had amazing field mm-hmm. position basically the entire night and they got a, a massive 
pun return too, which my fantasy loved, but my heart for this team did not. And um, I, I agree with you though, Mike, I don't understand how you're basically coming off of a bye week. You are, you have a chance to get ahead of, of Calgary and actually get up in the standing somewhat. You are playing a team that, like I said, is is universally across the the CFL markets being said to not, not be a life <laughs> a team with any type of life in it. Um, Both and quarterbacks had zero snaps experience in the CFL, mm-hmm. right? And, and you're com- and you're coming into Ottawa where they've lost like eleven home games in a row or something along those Since lines. June like, of 2019. Like you, you should. And 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 you're. I don't know if they like you said. Maybe they took it lightly, but they they did not show up. And and like what you said, Kayla, it was there. There's 12 guys on the field, but they're not all playing for the logo on the front. That's for no. sure. No, I, I mean even when you say, oh, I just lost my train of thought. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it happens. Oh my that. goodness, that is just what this game did to me. Like killed every brain cell that I had. <laughs> I can appreciate that. Um, Ryan, did you say that you had another, you had a like a good for this game or were you, what else did you have for this game? Well, from the Edmonton side of things, I mean, I, I thought Taylor Cornelius didn't look too bad given it was his second start. I mean, same thing as the first game, there were, there were some throws that didn't go the way they planned, you know, a couple interceptions there, but I mean, a rookie quarterback in his second start putting up over yards in his second game a couple touchdowns on the board that's not too bad to me and uh especially you know hitting shy ross i think what was it two touchdowns yeah. for him on the board i mean mm-hmm. you want to talk about amazing. yeah exactly and if you want to talk about uh like edmonton's receivers coming into the year every all the eyes are on ellingson and walker and guys like that but i shy ross has definitely been a bright spot to me so far this season uh ever since he did a backflip and dunked that oreo <laughs> dunking oreos gives you superpowers in the cfl i guess apparently you should try it yeah. yeah the whole team should start doing that that would yes. be great yeah that's, you mean the there's... football team or the podcast team both <laughs> i'll make <Nope>. some oreos <laughs> i was gonna say, i don't have to do the flip part i just want to dunk the oreos oh that's i can all. dunk the yeah oreos. that's a, yeah let's not get carried away there's no flipping going on here come on yeah no that's thing i flip different. is burgers okay <laughs> <laughs> That sounds awfully familiar. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's only when our team's on the field. Um, so, uh, Superfan, did you find any bright spot in this game? Yeah, I mean, once again, James Wilder had, what, 6.4 yards uh, rushing per carry mm-hmm. and only got 14 carries. I, I just do not get it. He's the second leading rusher in the league right now. Even after missing the game that we'll be mm-hmm. playing later against Toronto, and again, eighty-nine yards on fourteen carries. That's yeah. Why I are you agree. not feeding him the rock more? Like clearly, that's going to open up all kinds of things in the middle. Uh, and when you have especially a rookie quarterback, yeah. that just seems like it yeah, makes make sense, it doesn't easier. it? <laughs> Am I taking greasy pills? Nothing makes sense. <laughs> oh my yeah it's the it, i i don't understand it i i mean i'll give caleb evans some credit though uh the guy came out bald um yeah some great passing did not turn the ball over protected the ball um you came that's... out bald what <laughs> what <laughs> what just happened here no um no i i mean the thing is is he he had an amazing game like i just okay. I, I don't even know uh, where, where else to go from that other than he came up and I, I know you and I were texting and when they, when they got the second touchdown, I'm like, screw this. I'm turning it off. Like I, why, <laughs> why am I wasting my time? It's 14, nothing against Ottawa. Seriously. And then I went back and listened to the rest of our podcast from last week. And I'm like, Oh, I was way too cocky for that. <laughs> so was oh, the team. Maybe. Oh my. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. The other thing and, is maybe, I mean the offensive line was not great again a bunch of sacks again uh, and no beard though right and that's what i was gonna say like yeah is he really um been underrated in his value to the team when he's been gone we're playing ottawa and we played them fairly well um not great especially off- uh, defensively we played them well but 
with him gone, like it was just like nothing was there and they were getting, it was like a jailbreak. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, well, is there a few uh, comments going on uh, YouTube there, Mike, that we, should probably, that we might want to talk about? Or? There are a few. Nothing I'm a little worried to ask. Okay. Uh, so, uh, like I said, Michael Garrell was here, uh, he's, he's watching the chats and says hi to everyone. He's uh, looking forward to the, the pod tonight. Excellent. Um, Tim Capper says, uh, that we should get you a toque. Keep okay. Warm. <laughs> That's yeah. I know. I, I told, uh, Nicole that this morning cause she, she came around the, the corner and, and she's like, so how does it feel? And I'm like, cold. <laughs> And uh, I'm going to have to invest in some more toques, obviously, because that's going to be important. Yeah. I mean, obviously, from the chat, this is a Canadian football podcast when you're using words like toque. Correct. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> Joe Take... Balineski uh, did quietly close his Facebook app while we were all making fun of Facebook. So. <laughs> <laughs> and then asks, why? What happened in 1989 other than Kayla and Ryan not being born? Hello, Kayla was born. <laughs> wasn't very old, but she was born. I was, I was alive. I was here. Right, exactly. Making strides, grown up. Right. <laughs> Come on. Doing so your you thing. Just chilling. Well, thank you. I look younger than I actually am by two <laughs> Go with that. Huh. Uh, Kayla, was, uh, Kayla was already saying dope. That's yes, great. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. She was mm-hmm. making all the abreaves. Um <laughs> Those, those big words are hard well, to say. Um, Tim Capper says, in my mind, I've erased the 1987 to 95 Alouettes mystery. Oh, wait. <laughs> say that uh, he must have quite the powerful mind because he's, he's erased it for mine, too. So that's amazing. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, I don't even remember it. Yeah, yeah it's crazy. Uh, he did say it would be a great ask for uh, a CFL stats guy, Steve Daniel, to ask, has the CFL worst team ever swept a single Ooh. team in a season? Interesting Good question. Yeah, I wonder. Uh, I wonder if Uncle BD would have that. He might. He might. He might. Yeah. That's uh, true. Well, yeah. I don't know. Maybe he might just have the Edmonton ones. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Joe, we were talking about the team doing the Ario dunk. Uh, Joe Balineski says I'd pay top dollar to watch <laughs> Matt O'Donnell do a flip and dunk an Ario. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Tim Capper says, if only Andrew had shown up tonight with a mohawk. Only. Huh? Hey? Oh, next that, time. that was next yeah, that's time. next week. Yeah. Oh, after <laughs> I have, uh, <laughs> that's next week. You assume that this will grow back. I appreciate it, but you're Not wrong. a real one. Just get Oh, no, oh yeah. Okay. Just get a yeah, you know what? This will fit better now. Yeah. See? There. Okay. Right on top of the headphones. You know what? I'll, t- I'll tell you. I'll, this is the deal. If somehow... Our team wins this week. I will wear this for the entire podcast next week. Nice. But now yeah. I don't know who to cheer for. <laughs> Me either. Yeah, it's, that's, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> Talking yeah. about how your head is cold, Joe Balineski says, I shaved my head in February for hair massacre. Suck it up, Buttercup. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm glad that I have Joe's support. You do. <laughs> you do. Yes. Yeah. Now I can so grow out whatever is left and turn it pink and shave it back off in February. I guess. Good plan. That's the, that's, the, that's what we should probably do. With beard. Just, uh, uh, beard. Yeah. Right. Like it grows here too. Like what? What do you think I am? Like. It's not, it's not, <laughs> God. I wish. I wish. Um, all right. Well, now that we've got through uh, talking about that game, um, this and this may be a shorter podcast because we only have so much to do. I, I want to set up this week's game, but first, uh, I need to be a pro. I have need to get prepared for this. Just hang Ooh. on a second here. I actually brought props this week. Whoa! Oh no! Oh no! There we go. All right. So antler down. Yeah. Antler down, people. That's uh, this is where we're at. You are literally the unknown comic. <laughs> I know, right? It's cool. Uh, uh, I was pretty. Ha- I, I have to admit, I was a little. I was pretty happy with the artwork. Yes, yeah, I like that. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah, I did work on that. Um, all right, so let's uh, let's let's talk about the game this week. We are out in Winnipeg with Elks travel to Manitoba for a Friday six thirty Mountain Time start against the best team in the league. 
Nothing, Ryan? Come Never on, I set you up. Per- <laughs> okay, all right, yeah, per- yeah, I bet. Okay, um, let's uh, let's start on the bomber side there, Ryan. So Coloros has found many targets this year, um, but it seems to- he had found real chemistry with Lawler. Of course, now um, he's going to be out. So Harris is usually the Elks killer. Um, who do you think is the player that steps up that uh, kind of uh, buries the team this week? Yeah, normally it is Harris that has really good games against Edmonton, but so far this year he's kind of been a quiet contributor. He hasn't really dominated the game because, surprisingly, the Bombers have a passing attack this year. Who knew that was possible? Uh, yeah, it's been an all-passing game for the most part. I mean, Harris has played not too bad, too, but, yeah, Waller's been kind of the go-to guy. De- Nick Dembski has had a very good year so far this year and has been kind of the a reliable big play guy. I, I think you could see a guy maybe like Rasheed Bailey step up. Uh, he seems to get a couple solid plays each and every game should get more with Lawler out. And I'm excited because I think now we're finally going to get to see what Naaman Roosevelt looks like in a Bombers uniform. He's been on the practice roster for a month and uh, well with Lawler out and we have to see where Drew Wallatarski's at too, because he, he went down with an injury in the last game. So we should finally see what Naaman Roosevelt looks like in blue and gold, which is exciting. Ooh, that's, I hadn't even thought of that angle, but that's oh, exciting. Oh. See all these fantasy picks people can start taking. I, I know. <laughs> yeah. Like all of them, uh, yeah. all bombers all day. Yeah. Okay. Andrew's already given us this with his uh, plan. Uh, well. So on the other side of the ball, defense obviously has been stellar, not only last year, but this year they're just picking up where they left off. So if there is any kind of weakness that this team has, maybe against the run. So the question is, do you think they're actually going to start using Wilder against uh, the Bombers or just going to be the same old thing? Well, they should because Wilder's been the best <laughs> producer on offense and that's where the defense has struggled. Whether they will is obviously a, a question we're still wondering nine, ten weeks into the season. But um, yeah, that's definitely been the whole. Like surprisingly this year, I mean, every year in the past, it's been when is Richie Hall going to get canned because he gives up the big plays through the air and Bombers defensive backs can't cover and can't tackle. But all of a sudden they figured it out this year. Uh, so it's been the run game, surprisingly, which the Bombers were good at in 2019. We were the right. best team in the league then. Now we, I think, are the worst team in the league against the run. Uh, so not sure what all went downhill there. But uh, they did get a couple guys back from injury last week. Uh, Steven Richardson on the defensive line and Kyrie Wilson at linebacker have been huge boosts for stopping the run. I mean, they only played one game, and it was against BC, and they don't run the ball at all anyways, so it's hard to tell whether we actually stopped it or whether they even tried. But um, So, I, yeah, I think the run game might be shored up a little bit, but uh, certainly James Wilder Jr. is having the best season at probably of any running back in the CFL right now, and it's hard to stop. We saw him have a big game against Bombers two, three weeks ago. So Yeah, anyone that isn't stand back, basically, he's been better then. So Yeah. It's very true. And yet here we are. No, I'm just kidding. Okay, I won't go there. I won't go there. <laughs> it's fair. Do you want my bag? Yeah. Well, I mean, I did put it on last week after that game, so. That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. I feel like this question was designed for me again because, you know, special teams and all, it just like is directed towards me. Um, and I think I may have to dethrone uh, Mulamba Shamanga from his nickname of Hukana uh, Matata. Hakuna Matata. There we go. What a wonderful thing. Because Mortada. Hello. Hakuna oh, Matata. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that, yeah. Oh, that would actually, uh, it does actually work out pretty well now. Yes, that's well, very true. Okay, yeah. so now we have his nickname out there. Let that be known. But so you have a special team. That must be nice. It's, it's very special. Mm, yeah. So uh, Mortada had a rough start, but seems to be coming into his own. Um, how comfortable are you with the kicking game? Uh, can you go less than zero? Is that allowed? <laughs> sure. We allow negative points. Absolutely not comfortable whatsoever. I mean, it, it, if I ever think about, you know, predicting the score of a game and say, oh, the Bombers are going to win it by a field goal, I have to say at least by a touchdown because the thought of it coming down to a field goal scares the crap out of me. Uh, <laughs> I mean, they've been batting, what, 500 basically on field goals so far this year? Uh, between first it was Tyler Capina and then it was Mark Leggio and now it's Mortada. 
I mean, three kickers and we're still hovering around 50%. Seemed like he got a little more on board this last week, but I think they were all kind of short kicks. So, uh, yeah, not feeling too confident in the kicking game. Uh, Justin Medlock, uh, if you ever want to come out of retirement, uh, you know where to come. <laughs> it's so sad though, but like when you when they pen to the the sidelines and you just saw his face, like I felt so bad. I was like that kid is having such a tough go. Yeah, you can't have much of a worse debut, I think, as a kicker oh. in the CFL than missing all three of your field goals, uh, especially when you're coming in and there's a very low bar to pass to yeah. uh, take the starting <laughs> kicking job. Literally. <laughs> Uh, on the other hand I mean probably lucky that he's with O'Shea as the coach because O'Shea if he believes in you he's going to give you that next chance and he's going to pat you on the back and say it's okay you'll get the next one and then you do and then it I mean it's the one thing that I think the Bombers do better than anyone is uh, O'Shea is a big part of it but you just watch them play and they are a team and, and somebody can make a mistake and it's okay. We'll pick you up. We'll make this, mm-hmm. this is, we're, you will, we're going to stand behind you. You're, you're going to be good. And um, I just, uh, I, I admire that in that team for sure. Um, and, and now you have Janarian Grant back. So you may have a return game as well, which scares all of us. <laughs> Yay. Yeah, that's that's super nice having him back because the return game just disappeared when he left. I don't know yeah. what that's like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What is this return game you talk of? <laughs> yeah, like I said, I've said for many weeks, and we still seem to follow this. That our our rule is catch and fall down. That's the <laughs> that's the best. Protect the ball by falling on it and let them touch you. Catch the that's ball, it. run east west, then fall down. Oh, that! Oh, I forgot the east-west part. That's right. <laughs> Thanks, Mike. Ran Sounds 60 very yards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, run sixty yeah. yards, sideline to sideline, and then right, yeah. and then fall down. Perfect. Uh, what other keys to the game would you say here for uh, the Bombers? There, Ryan. What 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 do they got to do to? Well, <laughs> that sounded like they <laughs> really needed. Uh, what are they going to do to win this game? Show up. Well, I mean, Trevor Harris being back for Edmonton, when he's, when he's on his game, he's as good of a passer as there is. So, I mean, you got to just keep playing defensively They went the way they have so far. The, the Bombers, I think, have only given up, what, three or six points in the fourth quarter six. all season? Yeah, Something crazy. ridiculous like that. So, they can get out to an early lead like they did a couple weeks ago against the Elks and uh, just keep doing what they've been doing from there. That should yeah. be I, enough. Hopefully, I can't even argue with you. That's a good. That's good. <laughs> uh, let, let's let's switch around to the elk side. Like you said, Harris is starting. Um, I don't know. Do, does the team pull up with with their regular QB one back in? Like Superfan, what do you think of that? Uh, well, I mean, personally, for me, the key to the game would be uh, maybe <laughs> throw up on the gloves and get those hands in the face. Um, I think that would Title really help a lot. Um, <laughs> Key to the game, chloroform. <laughs> Just saying. Right. You know, if you're going to take your hands with the face friendly. <laughs> the good old chloroform football league. Yeah, sorry. What was do the you, question, Andrew? Do you I think the saying. team might be Just better with quarterback one in? Yes. Oh, yeah, I think that automatically you just have to assume that with Harris in, you've got a better chance. Um, uh, he can read defenses far better. He's been in the league long enough at this point with, you know, Toronto and Ottawa and now Edmonton. Um, I think that you have to go with your best guys if you want to win, and you have to assume that he's at least close enough to 100% that he's going to give yeah, us the best well, chance maybe, to get that maybe. W. Um, Kayla, what do you, I know we talked about it before, that like, the defense – kind of just disappeared for the Ottawa game. Do you, do you think that they can turn around and come back to their pace that they had at the beginning of the year? Of course. I mean, we've seen it before too, right? I mean, this defense has all the talent has solved this issue. It's the talent is there. Win, I mean, they have, and Trevor Harris has, what, 400 passing yards in the couple games ago, right? Like, they can do it. But they're so inconsistent. You never know what team is going to show up. 
and if they're all going to show up together and if they actually want to win like right now it's so lackluster again and I, I it's I keep repeating myself but it I hate this inconsistency like at least if you suck you're like oh well we suck this year whatever but you have that essence of they can be great and they are just by all the stats from the previous games but we can't pull out a win how do you figure that okay I'm gonna come down um so they can will they i don't know i don't know i mean like i said yeah. winnipeg only has to show up to be able to win this game like that's how positive i'm going to it but i'd like to be wrong you know i like to I learn. they think that i probably yeah. not they don't take my advice <laughs> what they don't listen to the pod every week come on I'm talking the Bombers. I hope they think that. Oh! Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. The Bombers listen to our pod every week yeah. just to hear Kayla's comments. That's what it is. Oh, is that it? Oh, okay. Yeah. Inside scoops. <laughs> that's right. That's how, that's how it works. Uh, that's, how right. that's how we're in first place. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's, that's right. right. Uh, Subscribing. That's right. If that pops up on the YouTube, the Winnipeg Blue Bombers subscribe to you, I don't know. I, <laughs> how, how quickly can I turn the now green and the blue? I don't know. That's gotta gotta be pretty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, Ryan runs out and creates it. fake Winnipeg Blue Bombers account and subscribes to us on YouTube. Uh, that's it. Uh, Perfect. Yeah, that's fantastic. I'll send you a bucket of uh, we already talked a little bit about you saying like the you know the the fact that Wilder could go off against the team and, and that might be a, a key. Is there, is there anything else? <laughs> I almost feel like I'm setting myself up when I ask this. Is there anything else on the Elks that scares you that they could take this game from the Bombers? I think just in general, like everybody sees this as a blowout for the Bombers. And I don't even know if I would necessarily call it a trap game. Like I'd call it a trap game if you're playing a team that doesn't have the talent there you know, maybe like playing Ottawa. Um, but the Elks have been able to put the pieces together. It's the pieces are. So to me, it's on any given day. I could see them having game like they did, as Kayla mentioned a couple weeks ago, where Trevor Harris had 400 yards passing and all of a sudden, you know, Darrell Walker's killed the Bombers throughout his entire career. I think I checked last week, and the last five years, he's averaged about 24 fantasy points a game against the Bombers. Uh, Darrell Walker, Greg Ellingson is always... <laughs> yeah, little hint for you there, Mike. Uh, uh, Greg Ellingson's always been a threat, so, I mean, the pieces are there. I'm definitely, like season. I, I don't think it's feasible. I'm surprised it hasn't broken to the point at this point yet. Uh, it's, it's bound to break eventually, and I think Edmonton has as good of a potential to break it as anybody else. Just the next two weeks. That's all we need. <laughs> it's uh, spoken like somebody who waited very long for that Grey Cup. They just know better than to get their hopes too high. You just never every know. Every week right? I wait for it to come exactly <laughs> it's not going to be this week my friend i think you'll be good yeah um yeah now i'm assuming that you, you've been going to some of the games yes yes yeah i've gone to all the home ones okay and what what's what's the environment like at uh, at, at the stadium uh, i know you guys were you know the first to have the the passport system in place and all those things tell us a little bit about that in stadium experience and and what it's been like uh, watching them win all the time yeah, it's been really great. I mean, the winning helps. Um, but the experience itself has been great. You know, the first game when they, they first announced it was going to start, I, I hemmed and hawed for a while over, should I go to the game, should I not, because the whole COVID situation. But uh, the fact that they were allowing only vaccinated fans into the stands definitely helped with that. And, you know, after working from home for the past year and a half and really not seeing people for most of it, I... I kind of figured it was going to be overwhelming being there, and I wasn't exactly sure how it was going to go, but walked into the stadium the first game, and we got there super early, expecting big, long lineups to get in. I think it took us five minutes to get in the stadium, and that was it. Oh, wow. Uh, we awesome. were pretty early, but uh, yeah, it was super quick getting in the stadium, and then it was like, it was oddly normal. Like, it just everything felt like same old football that, that we watched before that, except it's different, but it wasn't at the 
same time. <laughs> it was football except with a mask on. That's it. Yeah. Oh, that's uh, that's awesome, and I, I'm glad to hear that. And uh, I know for for us, it's coming. Where they're they're going to have the the passport system or the negative test, and and uh, I, I hope that that helps with that feeling, right? Where you feel yeah. like you're you know comfortable in the stands. That's that's fantastic. Um, as we touched on that at the beginning of this uh, beginning of the show, it's uh, you know especially with everything going on here right now, we, a little a little normal but might be nice for sure. Um, uh, the last thing I just wanted to bring up about the Elks on this game, and Superfan, you can you can uh, tell, and I just I'm seeing the stark contrasts between the Bombers and the Elks, and one of the things that I can really well there there's lots, but yeah. the the one that stands out to me immensely right now is the on field leadership, and you look at guys in the Bombers like Adam Binghill, like. Jackson Jeff Coat, like um, Coloros even has really taken on that that leadership role on the on the offense and even guys like Jamar- Jamarcus Hardrick, where you can see he's not playing center, but he's definitely a big part of that and and his just that personality, that leadership personality. And so I can I can point out all those guys. and when I look at the Elks, I think beard because of what happened last week. Different kind of leadership though, right? Absolutely. Um, beard yep. seems more like a quiet leader yes. more than a raw, raw kind of guy. Like we're so used to, you know, five, six years ago, we had Odell on the team. Yes. And when you have Odell, everyone's going to be quiet compared to him. Um, <laughs> but I mean, that it worked, right? He led the team out on the field. He got everyone talking after the games. Like, he was the energy guy we needed at the time. I don't think we have that kind of player on the team. You get some guys that are very vocal, um, especially at some of our defensive backs. But uh, it's not the same kind of thing where everyone gets pumped up because of those guys. And I think that's a a big thing we're missing, for sure. Um, Mm -hmm. I would have loved to have seen us get a certain possession receiver on the team that got signed today, but... (laughs) Unfortunately, that didn't happen. I mean, I don't know if we have the cap room or whatever, but someone that can get those 50-50 balls and someone who was very vocal, I think, would have helped immensely in the locker room. Well, that's the thing. Like, anyone can be vocal, but to actually get some people to respond in a positive way is takes a unique personality, and that's what leadership is. Special kind of personality. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Not a certain kind of personality, a special yeah. kind of personality. They're those yep. are slightly different. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we can ask Jed, um, but I, but I, yes. like I really, <laughs> and that Ottawa game, that was something huge that stood out for me. But I was waiting for it for this because I think it really is a a massively stark contrast when you look between the Bombers and the Elks, and you know, Big Hill. I, I I just see him as leading that defense and um, the, the guys just want to play for him and they want to be in that position and, and he wants to help his teammates. And I just feel, I just feel like w- there is, I can't even think of who that player would be on the Elks on the defense as much as they played well early in the year. I, I, I we need to start challenging some guys to step up and be a leader on the field. You can, you, like you could be a leader, Kaiku maybe. Yeah. You know, you could say that you know Elizondo is a leader or Thorpe is a leader on the sidelines, but who who's the guy on the field? And usually it's the middle linebacker. Now there could be other positions for sure, but usually that we and we're so used to that with AJ Gas and Singor Mobley and all these guys that were like uh, JC Sherritt, not a real vocal guy, but he was the leader of that defense, and you felt it. And I just feel that is completely missing on this team right now. Um, and so, I don't know. No, not enough cultural fits, I guess, that can be leaders. I don't know what it is, but that's a whole other thing that we could get into. Um, before we get to our pick'em, Superfan, is there any other YouTube comments as we set up this game? I've uh, been some chatter in there. Um, Tim Capper was admiring your lovely accoutrement uh, in your bag. Um, saying <laughs> lovely, those antlers looked like they're going to gouge out Andrew's eyes. Yeah, maybe, well, that, maybe that's a good thing. Um, I was gonna say it might be I important. Said I thought they Friday. were, you know, hands, <laughs> and he said they were maybe they were massaging your, your forehead. Maybe is that, 
Oh, so all of a sudden now I'm Elmer Fudd from the Barber of Seville. Can I have Wilson standing in your head? Oh, God, I wish I could train him to do that. That'd be amazing. Michael Garrell says, as Ryan knows, I always pick against the bombers on the podcast. That may change this week. Still not sure. It's fair. Yeah, I'll believe absolutely. it when I see it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, Tim Capper again says maybe we're the Edmonton Antlers. Um, oh. Oh. oh, Antlers up? Yeah, someone did bring okay. up uh, uh, Blue Bomber. Uh, Kenny Lawler will be not playing right. this week. So, you know, uh, that might be something that's an advantage for our points this year in fantasy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 200 passing yards last week. Holy jeepers, yeah. Good, I was glad Amazing. to have Amazing. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm sure you were. Yeah. I'm used to years of us not even having 200 passing yards in a game, never mind one receiver. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Slug 8 says, we've had 65-yard returns, it's just in the wrong direction. Uh, it says that, hey, you know, maybe because Walker does so well, maybe he'll think about taking Darrell Walker in fantasy this week. You never know. Somebody is going to do that. Wow, well, Done. that's... That's a lot of Don't money. Don't blame me if it doesn't work out. <laughs> no. He's still considering his production. He's still rather yeah, I agree. I'm surprised. I agree. Well, it's the same thing with Brandon expensive. Banks. He's still expensive, but he's, he's done nothing yeah. this year. And exact same. Actually, and, and even Ellingson. He's still like up in that seven or $8,000 range. And uh, he's had one good game. Right? Yeah. Like why I I'm, I'm surprised by that. I, I don't know who sets the dollar values for that. And I know Brazilian Ty, if we had him on here, he'd be ranting all over the place on how <laughs> stupid that is. It's what he does. But I have to agree to, I have to agree with him. Like it should be based on how, if, if they are continually having bad weeks, their costs should be going down. And yeah. maybe you hit the right week where you put them in at, at, you know, six grand or whatever, and they go off for 28 points, but it shouldn't be, just because they have history, they have to be a higher dollar value. doesn't make right. sense. I mean, Tavon Smith's been at a $6,000 price range based on his 2019 production all year, and he's been a backup for half the season. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't doesn't seem right, that's for sure. You got more catches than Mike Jones this last week. Who? Yes. Exactly. Yes. Literally in this case. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> You're not going to let this one go, Mike, hey, even no. with your first place? <laughs> yeah, my first place. I also took the Edmonton D. How many points did they get again? Um, same as Mike Jones. Yeah, I mean, at least they played. So okay, that's true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Any other YouTubes, or are we good? <laughs> I know that's it so far. That's it so far. Okay, perfect. Um, let's get into our pickums then for this week. Uh, we have five games to pick this week because it is weirdo week in the CFL, um, yep. which means that there are a couple of teams that are going to have players that you could pick in fantasy and they can play two games for one week. Um, it's going to be rather interesting to see how that plays out. Uh, so let's start with our Wednesday night game uh, where the Ottawa Red Blacks, the newly anointed going to the playoffs, Ottawa Red Red Blacks by one CFC Ryan. Uh, um, he said they're definitely going. They are traveling to I Toronto. I don't know if I used the word definitely. Well, you you definitely got excited definitely about it. Maybe. That's, that's right. Yeah. Um, and uh, so they're ha- heading off to Toronto to play the Argos uh, as the Argos are coming off their uh, bye week. Uh, Ryan, who do you got in that game? I'm going to go Ottawa. Uh, Toronto won their last game and they've been up and down every single game this year. So naturally this means this is the down game. So I gotta go, I gotta go with Ottawa to win. That's just the trend and how it goes. <laughs> that's, that's fair. Super fan. No, I'm, I'm definitely not going Ottawa. <laughs> I think because if they were playing us, then yeah, absolutely. That's just easy money. Yeah. Um, yeah. but they're playing uh, another team. And since they've never beaten another team this year, that isn't us. Uh, I don't think that's going to go so well for them. So I'll be taking the uh, double blue. All right, Commissioner. Yeah, because I'm spiteful, I'll go Argos. And I'm wearing blue, so kind of have to go blue. All right, that's fair. Uh, I'm going with Argos because in their bye week, that was when they lost. So this is the win week. So this the, the <laughs> win this week. That's that's how that works. Uh, next game uh, is on Friday night, Calgary versus Saskatchewan. Uh, this one back in Saskatchewan now. Super fan, we'll start with you this time. Hui, this is going to be a tougher one. <laughs> Hui is right. Yeah. Um, Can they both I, lose? 
Yeah, yes. again, if the field could swallow them up, that'd be great. Um, yep. I think I'm going to go with Saskatchewan. They didn't play great this last game. Uh, Calgary was playing at home, which really helped them out a bit. There's going to be a sea of green people there. Uh, you think it's just a section or so in, in McMahon, but when you're at uh, New Mosaic, do we still have to call it New Mosaic? No. Are you sure? Um, yeah. I'm going to still do it anyway. Um, but <laughs> okay. when you're playing at New Mosaic, uh, I think that that 13th man um, actually does have a huge influence. So does the wind, right? So I think uh, I think we're going to see Saskatchewan uh, even it up. All right, Commissioner? Well, these are always easy for me because I have to pick the opposite. And the opposite <laughs> just happens to be the pick I would choose anyway. So I'm going home team. Sask. Okay. Excellent. Uh, I am also going Sask this week. I just think they'll look out for some revenge after last week. And, uh, you know, Calgary had a good game. I'll, I'll give them that. I don't, they haven't shown me enough that they could do two in a row yet. So I'm, I'm going to pick Sask at home. Ryan. Yeah, I'm saying the same thing. Home and home series are often split one way or the other. And I think the Riders are the much better football team. Calgary stole one last week. So I'm going to Saskatchewan on the rebound at home. You know, what's really funny is that I said, hey, Ryan, what do you think? And you picked not the stamp, not the stamps. And I'm like, wait a second. Isn't your name Ryan? <laughs> is this the part of the show where I say my team's going 18 and 0? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah it is. Yeah, yeah exactly. And you morph yeah. into like a redheaded, bearded guy. <laughs> yeah, that's just my alter ego. Yeah. And that's when I run away. <laughs> <laughs> Even better. Uh, okay, next game is a, this is the, uh, no, Monday's, Monday's game, yes. because our, our game is on the Friday, which we'll get to our prop bet in just a moment, which I, I'm sure you're going to have some hilarious options for us, super fan. That's what I feel like you would come up with some good options for this. Um, Monday game, uh, back in Montreal, the Red Blacks, after having played on the Wednesday night, are now in Montreal to take on the Alouettes. Commissioner, who do you got winning this one? Oh, that's so strange to see a Wednesday and then a Monday. But, yeah. I mean, Red Blacks and the Alouettes, come on. <laughs> come on. I'm going Alouettes. <laughs> I don't care where they're playing. Okay. Okay, that's good. Wait, you don't think that Vernon Adams will just throw three more picks? He might. Okay. Still win. Even still. Even yeah. still, uh, can we Even take still. two seconds to talk about the ending of that Hamilton Montreal game? Outstanding was, game. Was that not like that was in that was probably the most excited I've been watching CFL this year. Like I, because I turned it on because uh, I was in a conference all day. I turned it on with about eight minutes left, and then just watched Montreal come back. And that catch was unreal in for unreal. the touchdown. And then the and then the field goal. Down. Yeah, and then the field goal that, like, crosses... Two inches further back, oh, it misses. Like, just un so exciting, so exciting. Montreal um, in overtime is always... Ex well, it has been exciting for the last couple of years. I still remember that game in 2019 against Calgary. Yeah, yeah, the double overtime. Yeah, the... Uh, Prime. Oh, so good. So good. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, I'm going to go with Montreal, of course, because they're at home and they didn't play a game five days before. So that's where I'm going with that. Ryan? I'm going to switch it up here. I uh, I looked at who's home in the games this week. Give me Go back to the first one for Ottawa. Give me Toronto to beat Ottawa in that one. <laughs> and I'm taking Ottawa <laughs> to beat Montreal in the second one. Uh, it worked well for them last week coming off a short week. So uh, I'll give... I'll give Ottawa the win at, at, in Montreal. I think that's a better matchup for them than the Argos at home. Ooh, like all right then. Excellent. Super fan? Uh, no, I'm still taking Montreal. Okay. Uh, I just, <laughs> until I see Ottawa beat anyone that doesn't wear green and gold, I, you know, I just, no. No. Sorry. Yeah. I No, you don't, don't be sorry. Uh, You're right. And plus Montreal is just so pumped up after that last game yeah. that they're going to be just on fire. Yeah, they, they definitely could take some energy from that for sure. Maybe Mondo will play both ways the whole game. That was That'd pretty be wild, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, God, I miss him. Uh, Not, I, I again, know, right? we were talking about leaders earlier. There's, there's yeah, see how long it took him to get out of his uniform? <laughs> yeah, I know. It's about as long as... Remember the... Who was, I can't remember the name of that coach. It takes for to, to get the mic coach. out of the... Oh. He had to get the mic out of his shirt. That was <laughs> what was that guy's name? Much. I can't remember his name. But Is it that was Sherman? Sherman? Yeah. There, yeah, it is. Yeah, 
Wonderful. I forget what his first good, name is, but good pull, Ryan. Coach. Well done. Yeah. <laughs> Coach. <laughs> That's what it is. I think it was Mike. Uh, Mike Sherman. Maybe. Well. Let's just pull it up right now. Let's, let's just say it was Mike Sherman. That's fine. It was what? funny, though. Yes. Let me just go ahead. It was Mike Sherman, but yes. All right. Excellent. Uh, last game is uh, Toronto versus Hamilton. This one going Oof. back into the donut box. Uh, Ham- the Hamilton Tiger Cats just missing uh, and uh, and losing their first game in 11 games, was it? Or 12 games at home. Um, their first loss for Coach O at home. And that's uh, uh, that was crazy. Um, so now Toronto's coming in. Now Toronto's only played five days before, uh, but they're marching in to see what can happen in Hamilton. So, uh, oh, this is me, I guess. I get to pick first. I'm picking the home team here. I think Hamilton bounces back. Uh, Toronto's going to be, uh, after they win, then they go to their lose time. So it's time for them to lose. So uh, I'll pick Hamilton. Ryan, who you got? Yeah, I'm going Hamilton as well. The the Ticats are better at home. Toronto can't win in Hamilton. And uh, Toronto is only good at home this year, apparently. So, uh, yeah, I'm going Hamilton on this one. Perfect. Super fan. Oh, ski wee wee. Yeah, I'm taking <laughs> Hamilton. Uh, I think that, I mean, they lost by a squeaker in the last game versus Montreal. And I, I think that Toronto having played so recently, it's going to be uh, a little more banged up and a little more tired and Hamilton will take advantage. All right. Commissioner. Sweep, sweep. All right. <laughs> I have just, by the way, I, I put Mike Sherman and the first thing that comes in, in the Google uh, search bar is headset. Yeah. <laughs> Mike Sherman headset. As it should. <laughs> Oh, what is going on here? Yeah. <laughs> oh my, that was rather funny. Yeah. Um, all right. So now we need a prop bet. So uh, super fan, do you have some choices for us for a prop bet this week? Yeah, and then mean, we'll, we'll let our the... guest pick which one, which Since one we this is against on. Winnipeg. Let's do Darrell Walker. Uh, do we do yards or catches? Ooh. Let's do, uh, oh, that's a tough one. Well, I'll do both of those. We'll do yards. We'll do catches. Okay. Um, well, it'll be another one. How about rushing attempts by any running back? Not re- not quarterback, but someone out of the running back or fullback position. On the Elks or both teams? On the Elks. On the Elks. Okay. Because if this Ryan, is their weakness, which... you better be rushing the ball. I I was uh, I was waiting for you to have the prop bet like margin of victory for the bomb. <laughs> like I yeah. <laughs> No, I'm positive. Uh, doesn't matter. I'm still picking Number the over. Okay. Okay. <laughs> nice. So which of those three, Darrell Walker catches, Darrell Walker yards, or attempts for a running back by the Elks, which Washington. prop bet would you like us to uh, to go with there, Ryan? I think we got to go with the Darrell Walker yards. I mean, like I said, he's normally very good against the Bombers. He's had a tough year this year, so I think it's – it's an interesting line to set of is this going to be his breakout game of the year or is it going to be same old, same old? All right. Uh, the line I will set on that this week, I am going to put it at 69 and a half for yards. Up top. For Darrell. That, that's precisely why I picked it. Up top and a half. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Didn't I think two of the people in our in the fantasy league both got 69 points last week. I think it was uh I think it was uh Travis Curra and oh, who was it? Somebody else. They both got 69. I'm like, "Oh, well, you guys are having a good week." Um all right, Ryan. What do you say over under at 69 and a half yards for Darrell Walker? I got to go over. You'll probably get at least 50 of that on one catch. So uh, <laughs> I think that's pretty safe. I'm going to go with the over. All right, super fan. I'm going to go with the under because I think where it's going to go to Ellingson. I think Harris coming back, he's going to go with uh, what he's most comfortable with. And we've got to see that chemistry come back. I and mean, we've seen glimpses of it, but I think Ellingson's going to be the top receiver. All right, commissioner. Because I believe in miracles. And I've been so negative. <laughs> I'll go over. And because he's 87. So I figure, you know, it's more than 69 and a half. <laughs> Fair. That's all I got. You know what? Hey, sometimes we grasp onto whatever we can grasp onto. That was, that was <laughs> fine. That was fine. Yeah. Um, all right. I am going to take the under. Um, I would, I'm going to say he's just under. 
gets the one you know couple of passes for 30 yards because he usually does against the bombers and then that'll be it so i'm gonna go so 69 uh, even as we're gonna go with uh, I was saying 60, but yeah, but 69 even is good. That's fine. That would make me laugh. I'd be like the greatest line setting ever, which, which never happens for me. Um, Ryan, we've talked a little bit about uh, a little bit about fantasy here this evening. Um, we know now that the points are going to work where we're Red Blacks and Toronto players. Uh, they're going to cost a bit more but you're going to get uh, the points from both games. Um, do you think there's some value picks in there? Yeah, I think there's quite a few of them. I mean, you get two games, and even if one of them's a dud, you're still probably putting up a decent point total on the week. The prices are a little inflated. So a little. I, I, I'm, a little. I'm, I'm happy they did that so that it's not just going to be even all Toronto, all Ottawa lineups across the board, because I think there is still some sense and picking players not from those two teams. But I mean, you've got some guys like Caleb Evans, for example, is $7,500 in CFL fantasy. Uh, Last week he put up 25.5 points. So uh, if he can put at least, you know, something like 15 up in one game and a chunk of change in another, that's pretty good value for you right there. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and uh, again, thank you for setting up the fantasy because it's, uh, it's been amazing. So I, I'm, th- I'm looking forward to this week. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, before we go here, we will just go to this really quick. Uh, this episode is also brought to you by Park Power, your friendly local utilities provider in Alberta. They offer internet, electricity, and natural gas with low rates, awesome service, and a profit sharing with local charities. Winter is coming and energy uses for all Albertans will be increasing. So now is a great time to look at your utility bills and ensure you're on the best plan. Albertans have a choice who they pay their utility bills to. So Park Power is happy to provide free, no obligation comparisons. And if you decide to switch, it's super easy. Uh, You can feel good knowing that you're supporting a local business and helping to give back to your communities with your utilities bill. You can learn more at parkpower.ca. That's parkpower.ca. Thank you again for joining us, Ryan. It has been a blast and uh, some good laughs. I'm I'm looking forward. To, I want to say I'm looking forward to the game, but I'm guessing you're looking forward to it more than I am. Um, but I have a hat, which will be well prepared <laughs> for the game. Uh, so uh, give us some plugs here. Where does everybody find you? Where do they listen to your show? Where do they find all of your exciting stuff? Yeah, so you can find our show on pretty much any podcast platform where you find this one. Uh, if you can't find it on there, uh, just let me know, and I'll get it on there. Uh, it's the Canadian Football Countdown. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at CFC on Mike FM to find it there as well. Uh, and if you're more interested in uh, fantasy football, uh, you can check out the Canadian Football Fantasy Fix on YouTube. I put about five or six videos out a week on there, going through every position. So. First game of the week comes Wednesday this week, so those will all be out. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at CooperTrooper42 as well to get all the fantasy updates there. Uh, every depth chart of the week, I tweet them out and any notables to help people get ready for CFL Fantasy. And uh, yeah, thanks for having me on. Always happy to be here. Oh, that was that was awesome, man. And, and like I said, thanks for doing all that. It's it's fantastic. Uh, Superfan, where does everybody find you? Uh, they can find me at 56Parkies, and uh, we were going to have a horde uh, of so the remainder of the stuff that from Linda and Brian's mm-hmm. um, collection that they are selling off, uh, but I think I sold it. So uh, oh, we'll be getting some more stuff hopefully this uh, coming weekend and uh, next week on the horde, we'll be showing off some more stuff. You can still go to at Edmonton History. That's E D M H I S T O R E uh, on Twitter, and you can see lots of pictures of not only the stuff that's for a sale, but other things uh, in the. Um, more recent uh, collectibles that have been on there. Uh, we did put up a video on the last uh, last week, I guess, on October 1st, on Friday, which was the 100th anniversary of that great game against Calgary. And uh, I got a lot of good feedback, and I appreciate that for sure. It was a lot of fun. It, it was awesome. It was such a great video. Cool. I love how you blended in the stuff from the show and then the pictures, and uh, it was yeah. amazing. So uh, keep up the amazing work, Mike. It's, it was yeah, we got some more awesome coming. for us. So, uh, Commissioner, where does everybody find you? 
exclusively on Twitter at Duchess Lombardi. <laughs> well, especially because Facebook's down. I mean, it's, you have to go to Twitter, right? Like, that's the important part. Uh, IG is my jam. Oh, okay. sorry. Oh, God. How did I... What was I thinking? <laughs> I mean, no, it's not. I'm only on that's Twitter. Right. <laughs> <laughs> nice save. Only on TikTok. That's, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's what time. 87, remember? Yeah. Right. Got it. Got it. Lovely. Uh, make sure you're following Pay It Forward with football as uh, they're getting uh, more stuff going on out there. And of course, get your armband, which are amazing, uh, and uh, spread kindness as we all should be doing. Uh, lots of great shows, of course, coming out these days from the CFPN. You can find them at cfpodnetwork.ca, including the Canadian Football Countdown, uh, which is one of the great shows there. Uh, make sure, of course, you check out all the great shows on the Alberta Podcast Network as well at Alberta Podcast Network. Com. And uh, you can join the huddle with us uh, at the Turf District. That's on Facebook when it's open, uh, IG if it, if it ever works, and Twitter. And uh, then, of course, you can find us on uh, YouTube as well uh, at the Turf District. We will be back next week uh, to likely talk about the two and six Elks, uh, but uh, we will still find some fun uh, as we talk about the game. Uh, so for Ryan, Commissioner K, and Superfan Mike, I'm Andrew. Remember, you can't catch footballs with your face. And we will absolutely talk to you next week. Bye.